Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our buddy from CBS 58, Kevin Holden, is here. Kevin, how you been? Man, it's all good. We're we're in that, that, uh, that time. You've got a playoff push for the Brewers and you've got you know the Packers playing these big national games like there really isn't a lot of time to sleep right now that's we will sleep in in you know February or maybe early March or something but there's no sleeping right now first question I have to ask is where are you because I've been following you on Facebook and I, I don't know if you're in like the old west or if you're or you're in Montana up there with horses and goats or where the hell are you I'm back home. We uh, we went uh, last week. We went on a, a the most 2020 vacation ever. My my wife's brother uh, and his wife were up from the from down south. They had missed three states to get to 50, and they were three that you know it's easy to miss: Idaho, Montana, North Dakota. It's like you know you re- you have to really work hard to get there. And that's right. what we did. We just took a driving trip and and uh, did a lot of crazy things. There were these old west towns and wide open spaces. I, I'll tell you, I am much less concerned about world overpopulation having visited these three states because they, <laughs> millions and millions of people could move there. There's no one there. Uh, that is that is impressive. I, I tell you what, I agree with you. I love traveling through the old towns, the old west, history, which is really cool, and it also gives you a vast appreciation for what you have when you finally get home, so that's for darn sure. Uh, let's start with the Brewers because I wanted to ask you about this uh, this team heading down the stretch. They have a gasp of life left, but if you're going to take away a few things from this season, what would it be? I think uh, the 60-game the season makes it a little tougher to deal with the things that happen in the baseball world, the slumps, the extended issues that can happen with a guy. I mean, you've had plenty of MVPs through the years who had five terrific months and one bad one, and it, and it can happen. And in this case, Kristen Yelich had two bad ones. And, you know, he, I'm sure, would be the first to tell you that. He's not the same player he's been the previous couple of years. I still don't think it's a concern for me long term. But when you only have two months of the season and your best player's in a slump that lasts for a pretty fair amount of that season, uh, it's pretty difficult to, to put yourself in a good position. But the other takeaway – but that, so that's the negative takeaway. The positive takeaway for me, for a team that's two games under 500, for a team that's, that's as you mentioned, just kind of one little gasp away from being done here in this playoff chase, I don't know if I've ever, well, in a long time, I don't know if I've been more excited about a Brewers pitching staff for what's going on down the line. You've got Brandon Woodruff, who we would have been by default calling the ace for a couple of years, and now Corbin Burns has stepped up and said, I don't know about that. Corbin Burns is a legitimate, you know, by the statistics, a Cy Young contender. And all of a sudden, for the first time in, I think it's it maybe a generation, uh, the Brewers have one and two in the rotation, 
that weren't imported from somewhere that were brought up in their system that are good frontline, I mean, very good frontline starting pitchers. I mean, the past Brewers teams had to go trade for a CC Sabathia or a Zach Greinke. If they can develop those two in the system, that leaves them a lot of money to go pursue the hitting and fix those potholes in the offense. And there are potholes, yes. But I don't know if I've been this excited about a Brewers pitching staff for next year in a long time. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's some cornerstones. I think there's a couple of pieces you got to fill in. But I, speaking of the corners, first, first and third have been, although Vogelbach has been a breath of fresh air and certainly giving you the power numbers, I don't know how much you can rely on him going into the next season. He is not necessarily historically in the recent history put up uh, great numbers. When he got to the Brewers, he found greener pastures. I just don't know what to make of it. But those corner positions have been weak for the Brewers for a long time. We've been talking about trying to find that first baseman, that third baseman, probably since Prince Fielder was here. I mean, even Eric Thames was kind of a stopgap measure. So uh, I think that, would you say those two are the targets going into the offseason? Yeah, 100%. I I think David Stearns uh, has had this this plan, this approach, to how to build his team for a long, long time. And we've seen now several years of what Stearns wants to do. He doesn't really want to spend a lot of money at first base. He, he looks for, for cheap options to provide power at first base. And that's how Chris Carter comes about. And that's how Eric Thames, to an extent, comes about. Uh, third base is another one where when, when the Brewers got Mike Moustakis, it was a wonderful thing. And then they ended up playing him some at second base. So they moved him. Uh, I do think those are probably the two, two biggest ones. And I think that uh, the Brewers will be in a position this offseason where they can spend a little more money this time and not go with so many stopgap measures at those positions like first and like third. I think, you know, I don't know about a huge, huge splash in free agency, but I feel like they can get a, you know, a good solid option, a good, you know, middle line option in, in those two positions. And that will help a lot. I think especially at third, because, you know, if, if they really do want to just play cheap power at first, then it does save you some money to, to grab a third baseman. And remember, next year, the outfielders are back, and that will be a, a huge benefit. You'll have Yelich and Kane in the same outfield, and you'll have some other options out there too. So the offense will naturally get better, not just by adding first and third, but by the return of Lorenzo Kane. Well, that being said, I don't know how much money they'll actually have budgetarily. I mean, I'm, I'm reading the article about the Cubs cutting staff uh, because they're already planning on 2021, at least the first portion of the season, being at 50% or less at Wrigley Field, which is the first real salvo over the bow of 2021 that is coming from a Major League Baseball team. So I, I, I guess the Brewers are probably going to be doing that accordingly. And if the Cubs are cutting staff and the Cubs are cutting back, you can almost certainly understand that the Brewers are going to be cutting back. So I don't know how much money they're going to have to spend, you know? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it is a, a function of the market. Like, baseball in its free agency for the last 30 or 40 years has been all about what the market dictates in a specific offseason. And I think it's possible that almost everybody is going to be cut back a little because no one had fans. And it does hit some franchises worse than others. But uh, I, I wonder if the definition of spending money might change a little bit. Like, I think the Brewers could get uh, a free agent in this offseason for a little less than they could in, in some of the other offseasons. I could be wrong. There could be teams that, that just go all in anyway and they pump the market up, and if that happens, it'll be tougher. But, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, for a, a team that may not have a ton of money to spend, I still think the available talent for them may be better this year. 
I want to switch over to the Packers real quick. We're talking with Kevin Holden from CBS 58. So going into the Dome this weekend, Packers haven't won down there since they won a Super Bowl. What is it going to take for them this week to get the win? you got to find, well, I, I mean, Devontae's health is, is priorities one, two, and three. But uh, <clears throat> once, even once you know the answer to that question, you got to rely on some guys behind. And I, I think at least from a, you know, a yardage standpoint and from an early stat standpoint, two games is not a lot. But if you have Marquez Valdez-Scantling at 23 yards uh, you know, per reception, 160 yards overall, and Alan Lazard is at 15 a catch and 108 overall, there have been at least a few options. I think Aaron Rodgers would like to find maybe a couple of more options that he could spread the ball to. Uh, that would be a huge, huge help. But at the same time, what we saw from Aaron Jones in that Detroit game gives me all kinds of hope because what we've heard the Packers talk about this week is stopping the explosive plays on the Saints, trying to keep Drew Brees and all those weapons around him from you know getting those big games and big plays. I think Aaron Jones is the answer to that question. I think this whole time of possession thing that's worked so well in the Packers' favor, that Minnesota game especially, could work wonders for them in New Orleans. So I, I've not – you know, there used to be like for years it was the answer to that question was always what can Aaron Rodgers find and what can Aaron Rodgers do? Now it might be what can Aaron Jones find in terms of running room and in terms of uh, you know number of carries and controlling that clock. So if it's if there are a couple of options that that emerge in the passing game and the Packers can feed Aaron Jones, I should feel pretty good about this game this week. I, maybe I'm in the minority there, but I feel all right about it. Kevin, great stuff as always, and uh, enjoy your weekend. Glad you're back safe. Uh, I'm sure you're wearing your Spurs and your Cowboy hat now, and we look forward to seeing you walk down the street and be made fun of. Yes, I uh, and, well, you should. I'm like that. I'm like uh, Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Remember when he just went all veil with his outfit, like right, cowboyed up. Yep, that's me. Yep, yep. Couple days in Montana, that'll do it to you, buddy. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. See you, pal. There you go. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 out on the Western Trail, if you will. And yeah, I was following him on Facebook, and he's in these old Western bars and restaurants and ranches. And I'm like, where the hell are you? And Because uh, so I, I didn't think it was Cudahy, I'll tell you that right now. So uh, Kevin joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.